Cause it's fresh. fresh. My name is Jesse. I'm Pastor Drew. We have our our special guest. Not so special anymore. Well, he's a special guest, but you've been here twice now. Three Mr. Times. Three times. Mr. C.S. Anderson. Hello, Chris. How are you? Uh, very well. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Pastor Drew, how are you today? Oh, you know what? Always challenges, always overcoming. That's excellent. Amen. You know, we'll be known by the challenges we leave behind us, the struggles we overcome. Mm-hmm. They make us. That's true. Amen. So, yeah, there's always challenges, but it's been good. A lot of good's happening, and I'm excited for this next season. I'm excited for tonight. It's great to be on show, Brad. Because it's fresh. Now, how about, how about yourself, brother? How are you doing? I'm doing, you know what? I am doing excellent. I was a little frustrated earlier, but I'm not going to get into that. But I am doing excellent now. You know, I'll tell you one thing that was refreshing is I took a, my family on a vacation for two nights. Mm-hmm. We went to this little place. We had a teepee. And we got to stay with all these farm animals. I'd never done anything quite like it. Yeah. My daughter took a life to a baby goat. Cutest thing ever. <laughs> little things like that, they kind of make our day, you know. Amen. Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing great. That's excellent, Chris. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> so let's get let's jump right back into Pastor Drew. Can you can we can you just recap what we've been talking about in our podcast? We've been talking about increasing your capabilities. We only get so much time, so much bandwidth, so much resource, so much skills, talent. Uh-huh. God expects us. No, no, no. God demands that Amen. we use those for the kingdom. Amen. We took time to talk about the parable of. The man that had five talents, the man had three, and the man had one. And we are not the ones with one. We cannot bury it, or he will say, you wicked, lazy servant. Mm. Then we also talked about the parable with their master went away, and the manager took advantage of everybody, got drunk, beat people. The master returned, and when he did, he cut that wicked manager in half, and he beat up everybody. Because everybody has a requirement. have to be faithful with a lot. So you have to be faithful with what God has given you to be faithful with. And today... We come to John chapter 12, and, and the lesson that we're going to give in the services this weekend has a lot to do with staying at your best. Nice. Now, when I Excellent. say that phrase, staying at your best, what do you guys think that means? Staying at your best. Chris, what do you think staying at your best means, Chris? Being on top of your game. Being on top Always. of your game. You're sitting actually by the Shohei Otani pillow. Do you think he's on top of his game? He's, he is. Ripping them out of the park. Man, you said 40 home runs? Something like that. Wow. Maybe more. That was a couple of weeks ago. Being at your best takes a lot of work, Pastor Drew. And staying at your best. Let me throw these numbers at you. The average age of an Olympic gold medalist is 22 years old. Wow. The average age of an NBA MVP, 28 years old. Average age of those that receive an Oscar, 36. Those that receive a Grammy, 40. The United States president in his first term, 55. Nobel Peace Prize in economics, 67. A lot of people, they want to have accomplishment, but sometimes people, they have their accomplishment, and then the rest of their life is like living in regret. I know some guys that were athletes or on top of the world in high school, and then they're like that Uncle Rico. Back then, they didn't stay at their best. They reached the peak, and then that's the best part of their life is behind them. But I want to encourage people that if we're going to continue to increase our capabilities, we got to find different peaks in life, different peaks with our wisdom, peaks with our our strengths, with our job, with our family, and learn to ride that wave as long as possible. You know what? As you're talking, Pastor, I was reminded, elder theologian C.S. Anderson as well, I was reminded about Caleb at the end of his life. You know, that was pretty cool. Old man? Yeah. Still conquering hills? That's right. That sounds pretty cool, you know? So... Let's get in here, Pastor. So, Pastor, you have a handout prepared for us today? Yeah. Well, let's go through it. When was the time 
when you felt like you were growing the most as a person? Oh, that's a tough one, man. I'm not going to say when I was at school, because <laughs> to all the educators out there listening, I appreciate you and I love you and I care for my wife's a teacher, but my, my upbringing was, for school wasn't that great, I think the, the time I felt the most was probably my early 18, early 20s. Huh. That was the most, it was the hardest time though. That was the hardest time in my life. But I learned a lot. Sometimes we're known by the obstacles we overcome. That's right. How about you? Hey, we got a good friend of mine. Ronnie Rogers is in the house today. I didn't today. see him. He's uh, he's, well, you know why you didn't see him? I didn't see him. Because he's a karate man now. He's got a couple marks on his belt. Ronnie, how about you? When was the time that you felt like you were growing the most? Mm, that's hard, Pastor, because my whole, my, my whole childhood was like, I was uh, taken away from my family when I was six years old, so I was 13 years old. I was put in a foster home, but, uh, you know, so it was really hard for me. I don't think I still, because my foster mother, she was, she, we, we were, had to go to church every, I mean, we were, we were, you know, uh, brought to church and stuff, and, uh, you know, I was raised as a Christian, but it wasn't really until I got delivered from alcohol and drugs because later on in my life I got all, all messed up and took that path. And But after that I went to, like, through Victory Outreach and stuff, and I started growing. And then once I found the Lord and I've been coming here and stuff, just, you know, my life is starting to flourish now. I'm really proud of you. It's always awesome getting to train with you. Yeah. Ronnie was the first of the adult beginner class, and he's already got some martial arts background, but he came back, and now we're building a nice class. Yeah. We had great training today. today. How about you, Mr. Anderson? Was there a time in your life where you felt like I was really growing? Oh, several times. Um, in my, uh, my early 20s, I was going to Bible college, working, ministering. So I, I I was burning the candle at both ends, leaving the house. Burning the candle at both, both ends. ends. Both, both ends. ends. I got candles. I never lit them on both sides. No, of. never. I was leaving that. I was. Le I had a little. Uh, I had a room up in the retired missionary home in uh, in Los Angeles for uh, that our church uh, had established and rented out. Let me stay there, but it was a blessing to. Uh, to serve and to listen to these retired missionaries. Mm. They had many stories, and these were older people, and this was in the mid-70s, so these people went back to the early 1900s. Mm. So they had some tremendous stories to tell, but I would get up about uh, 5.30 in the morning, leave about 6.30, go to, down to the college, and then I would uh, I'd do my studies, and I'd go to work, and then I would uh, take some night classes, and I wouldn't get home till maybe 10 o'clock at night, then I'd have to crack the books. It's literally midnight. It's literally the definition of burning the candles yeah, at both ends. Exactly. So it's go, go, go. How go, about, go, go. How yes. about this? For each, of, for each of us here, how about we rank the following... And what helped you grow the most? Was it schooling? Jesse said, nah, no, was not it that one. Was it a job that you had? Was it sports and coaches? Was it traveling? Or was it individual study? Out of those five, mm -hmm. which one would you say helped you grow the most as a person? I think Victor Outreach helped me because I was at a troubled time in my life and as a teenager. 
I was all messed up, even after I got out of the foster home, got involved with uh, getting these drugs and alcohol. And then when uh, I got put in uh, Victor Outreach, because my sister and my brother-in-law, they're normies, and they didn't want to see me going down the same path and die like my mother and father did, so they put me in Victor Outreach. And that's when I started excelling in things mm -hmm. of uh, God and stuff. Now, when you say the word normies, it means normal. Normal people. They yeah. can drink and leave alone. I can't. I, I can't have one drink to leave alone. If I take one drink, it's all that's off, and I go for broke for everything. So it's good that you found Victory Outreach. How about you, Jesse, out of those? Which one, or maybe something else? You know what? I think uh, first would be sports. You know, growing up playing sports, that really helped me out. A job. So it would be like one, sports, two, a job. I think individual study. So, like, I would say church, obviously, you know. Like, church isn't on here, but I think individual study, growing in the word, learning. <clears throat> Excuse me, coming to church, you know, individually trying to better myself and know more about Jesus. And then probably school would be dead last. <laughs> um, yeah. Mr. Anderson, you had some good experiences at school, it sounds like. What, what, what would your order be? Serving others first. That's not on here. It should be. Should be. I don't think it should, but okay. All right. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Serving others. Um, See, individual study, sports, that influenced me a lot when I was in high school, and karate. Karate? But, yeah, you learn discipline. Oh, I've learned a lot in karate. That'd be one on top of my list, too. But see, sports in general, maybe no. But karate, you have, there's a philosophy that goes with it. Right. And that helps every day with confidence, peacefulness. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not using your art for aggressive purposes. And even if you have to defend yourself, you're going to have to do two or three hundred push-ups. <laughs> That's a lot of push-ups. So I'd say, yeah, sports is in there. Um, job, yeah, because you have to learn discipline. You have to get up. You got to get off, off your duff. You got to go to bed early. Get plenty of rest. Not everyone can burn both ends of the candle like you. Well, I couldn't do that anymore. That's no, gone. That's those, gone. Those, those, that different era, season of life. That year is <laughs> over. I need my rest now. Yeah. Plenty of it. Plenty of rest. Yes, sir. That's Chris from the from the Shohei Otani couch. Amen. <laughs> uh, so what do we got? Individual study, job, school. School is right up there. It helped me a lot. College or high school? Uh, no, high school, no. I didn't study in high school. I barely got out of high school. College. Uh, Bible college. Bible college. Life Pacific College, of which Pastor Drew and I are graduates. Alumnus. 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 Yeah. Alumni. <laughs> Alumni. Plural. Plural. So, and yeah, that's it. Those, I, I, you know, those are all important, but like I said, serving others would be at the top of my list. Not on this list. I, I think serving others is a great. I put individual study up there high, sports up there high, traveling, job, school. I, I think I'd put them in that order. As we're talking about increasing your capabilities, let me, guys, let me ask you this. Compare these. Which skill do you think would be most important for you increasing your capabilities? Do you think it's more important to go fast or to go with others? Go with others. Others? How about you, Jesse? I don't know. I like going fast. Um, <laughs> I like doing a bunch of stuff quickly. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I'd probably say, 
I say go with others. I think. I think you know, I'm there's nothing wrong with saying go fast. Like we, we were oh, talking about some of the young okay. people. Yeah. Some of their goals is to go go to college as an athlete. You're not trying yeah. to get a scholarship for your whole team. You're trying to if, if yeah. your teammates aren't in the weight room, you're still in the weight room. Mm. Depending yeah. on what your goals are. If your goal is to save money, you don't have to go with others to save money to buy a house. That's right. that's going fast on you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. What'd you say, Mr. Anderson? For your personal goals, do you need to take others with you, or do you need to get it moving yeah, yourself? I can get it moving myself, but uh, it's important if you're if you're serving others to what go with, go others. with others. So I, you know, either one of those would be important. But well, one of the Maybe ones a little a dab of both. One of the ones I like on this list is right now. What's more important to you, time to learn or time to do? This is great, Pastor. Well, think about it. Do you need more reps to yeah. get better? Or do you, have you learned enough and now you have to practice it more? Practice. You'd say practice? Think of your karate, Ronnie. Practice. Do you, do you need more time learning or do you need more time hitting the bag and doing? I just need more time practicing and doing. Yeah, I think you're right. You need so many reps so you're not going to throw a good punch. I, need, I, got it all, I got it all in here, but I just need to get it back out. I think that's so true. What do you say, Jesse? Man, I think it's both, but I think I gotta, I gotta practice and I gotta do it. I can't yeah. just practice and not do it. Yeah. I gotta be active. I mean, everything, ready. everything in life, what I've, I've got, I know that I need. Well, I'm, I'm, I want to be like a sponge and want to learn more because there's stuff, stuff that I already know, knowledge I already have. I just need to get it into practice and keep doing it. You know, I, th- I think of that a lot because Jesus spent 30 years not doing it, spent 30 years learning. Reading, being a normal person, being a normie. And then he spent three years blitzing the kingdom, you know, advancing the kingdom, preaching, teaching, yeah. healing, casting out devils. That's interesting. So, you know, sometimes we think we got to do, 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 do now, but there's also a stage of preparation. How about you, Mr. Ernstin? You, you've been teaching, giving out great classes for Southern California Leadership University, rolling rhinos. You've been putting together apologetics boot camps. He's sitting at the Shohei Otani couch. Come on. Is it your time to keep learning, or is it your time to do more doing? Uh, Both. Both? You got to do both. If you had to lead one way. If I had to lead one way, do or... I I, I would have to say I could not choose one or the other. They're both very important, aren't they? Because if you're going to... Let's say we're putting on this apologetics boot camp. Right. Uh, there's a lot I don't know about how to do uh, audiovisual presentations. And that's right. going to be a big part of this one coming up. It's going to be huge. I think it's going to be the biggest. It's going to be bad. The biggest, the brightest ABC, ABC boot camp we've ever had. Well, and, and see, this is part of Mr. Anderson expanding his capacity. That's right. His ministry has to do with apologetics, and he wants to host it for anybody to come, especially the youth. But anybody can come. Yeah. And you're right. This last year where, where there was a bit of a shutdown, I, I my wife said, why don't you do your devotions on a morning devotional, uh, a, a cast on the Facebook, Instagram Live, and I made it my goal to teach the whole Bible in nine months. And in that season, it was time to do. If I hadn't spent years learning and years preparing, there's no way. Yeah. I would have had yeah. enough stories, enough illustrations, enough points. But because of years of preparing, I was able to do. And now I feel like I'm back in that cycle of time to prepare again. Yeah. It's Saturday. I got my sermon notes getting ready for tonight. I've been studying all week. Mm. Then tonight I get to do it. 
You know, Pastor Drew, I think to that point, you know, all the years of studying, I've actually, I spoke to a minister a while. I took a trip. I spoke to a pastor and he said, how does Pastor Drew spend all that time studying? He does a devotion every single day. How does he find time to be the pastor and st- to, to preach on Sunday and Saturday and preach pretty much an hour-long devotion every single day? He Where steals does he... it online. No, that's no, not, not true. That is not true. Get off the Otani. Oh. Oh, <laughs> no, I told him Pastor Drew spent years and years of learning and studying the Bible, so he's prepared in season and out. And that's how we got to be. If you listen to the broadcast, you'll know you can't steal some of that stuff. No, you can't. Some of it's too colloquial. Oh, yeah. Some of it's too much about what we do here. But let me let me let me throw another one of these at you. What do you guys think is more important to to your increasing capacity? Is it time for you to learn new ideas, or do you have to master the old ideas? Would you rather have new knowledge, or be the brightest, the best, and master the old techniques? I think for me, I, I listen to a lot of Audible. Mm-hmm. So I try to learn as many new skills as I can. Uh, one of my favorite skills that I've learned and used is from Chris Voss's, uh, what is the book called? Negotiate book. Yeah, Negotiate book. Never Split the Difference. Never Split Great the book. Difference. Great book. Great book. And uh, yeah, I just went down a rabbit hole trying to figure out how to get better at that kind of stuff. But uh, I like picking up new skills and learning new stuff. So it's pretty cool. So new. How about you, Ronnie? What would you say? I like I like uh, mastering the old stuff, but learning new stuff is always cool too. Yeah, getting better, getting because it's so much today in society is more advanced. Well, think think about what you were saying, Mr. Vincent, about the ABC camp. There's a lot of very old information in that, and at the same time, you're saying, but you want to master new technology. Uh, yes, uh, we have new tools we can use and. We have to learn how to use these things in order to present the gospel. Yeah. And I think it would behoove us to do that. Now, I think mastering the old ideas is the most important. Thing. Yeah. If you don't know what the gospel is, what good is it, you know, to put it on an audiovisual program if you don't really understand what that entails? I, I think that's a, a very good point. We had a UFC fighter come teach the kids at the dojo. And all the kids said to him, his name was Ruben Duran. And they said, when you get ready for a fight, do you do the coolest moves? Do you do jump kicks? Do you do spinning back kicks? Would you practice Superman punches and, and all kinds of like ninja moves? And he shook his head and smiled and says, no, I do what you guys do. They go, really? And he said, whoever knows the basics the best usually wins. Whoever knows the basics the best usually wins. Now, he's talking about karate. That's not the same for a manager. That's not the same as someone that's putting a presentation together. But I think it's worth thinking about. Let me ask you guys a question. Hey, we got the good Dr. Victor, Coach Bruce Victor. Good to see you in the house. We're the famous coach. As we're recording, recording showbread. Because it's fresh. fresh. Coach, let me ask you a question. When was the most productive time in your life? I would say probably when I uh, was able to look back and see all the graduates uh, come to fruition and they're using sports as something that they use as a vehicle to get on to something better in their life and improve themselves and graduate and, and be productive people. I, I, I love it. How about you, Jesse? When was the time where you were really productive? I mean, we talked about growing, uh, but production-wise. Like what? Like a year in my life? Like yeah. Uh, I know. I think like maybe by... 23 till like right now, I think I'm pretty productive right now. 
So. Well, you've been doing a lot behind the scenes at the church, yeah. a lot behind the scenes in different organizations. That's right. Let me guys ask you something like this. Uh, Mr. Anderson, as, you, as we've been talking about increasing capability, ABC camp, is there somebody doing like the ABC camp that we could learn from, that you could learn from? I know a lot many, of it's your yeah. own heart, but who, 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 is there anybody you could point to doing something similar? Well, there's many others. There's answers in Genesis. Uh, there's Kent Hovind. Yeah. Uh, he's great. There's, uh, if you want to go with the more uh, academic, I, I use some of their stuff, like Stand to Reason, uh, even though they're kind of, they're old earthers. Yeah. I don't use that stuff. No, I don't throw the baby out of the bathwater, right. though. And uh, even Hugh Ross is good. Um, even Hugh Ross. Hugh Ross. Hugh Ross. Scientist. Scientist. Even though he is an old earther, and, and he's an evolutionist. Um, so let's just not use him at all. So, no, <laughs> I, I, no I use, you know, you can always draw from some people. You just throw out the stuff that you don't agree with. Okay. And uh, I find that uh, I like Kent Hovind the best. I mean, he's got humor. Yeah, I like him too. And uh, he's, he's just a great apologist. But you can learn from these other people different techniques. Well, we we're talking to Ronnie about karate and martial arts. How important is it to have a teacher? Very important. You can't just go try to take this stuff off of YouTube. I mean, they got a lot of good stuff off YouTube. But right. Like this, uh, this session right now is really good. But uh, you know, you can't just learn everything off YouTube. You gotta have someone no. that's mastered it before. That's right. And it's nice if they can speak back into your life. Yeah, that's right. You know, YouTube, you can emulate them, but they don't always correct you. Yeah. Dr. Victor, you've had the privilege of having a lot of great coaches in your life. Know a lot of Division One pro coaches. How important to you as a coach is it to know other coaches and connect with other coaches, learn from them too? Well, I mean, it, the important part of that is gleaning what you can to use in your own uh, way to teach because everybody has to teach to their own personality. Mm -hmm. So when, you know, and I was taught that a long time ago, in fact, by Tark, he, he, he was really, he emphasized that a lot. Tark when, shot. So when you look at other people that are above you in experience and uh, success, you try to glean what's good for you. You can't glean everything that's, that works for them because you know, you, you're a different person, so you have to be able to say, I'm going to do this and teach this and make sure that it's part of what I believe in because it's part of me as a person that can transfer that on effectively. You know, um, these people that can read, that are, I, mean, I was going to say, these people that are lawyers and doctors and people that are important in our society and, you know, that, that are really leaders of, of everybody, they're all taught, they have one thing in common, they're all taught by a teacher. Mm. So because they were taught by a teacher, they, they couldn't just go off and say, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of ex self-examples of proactive people like Abraham Lincoln, for example. Uh, that, that's a very good example of who made it on his own, pretty much studied on his own. But it's pretty rare. It's important we have mentors and leaders. Jesse, I know you're a reader, and it's yeah. been well said by Mr. Anderson, leaders are Our readers. And, uh, Jesse, are there some authors that have really been mm, exciting you or stuff? You, you mentioned Boss. Are there yeah. some others that you that have helped your leadership, helped you expand your capacities? Yeah, I've read um, Dale Carnegie, John C. Maxwell. Those are the two most, you know, the biggest Christian. You know, you know I don't know Dale Carnegie, but John C. Maxwell. Um, 
Yeah, I think a lot of other books that I've read, like the Watchmen Me books helped me spiritually. You know, that, that was really good. But um, definitely reading a lot of different, getting a, getting a taste of a lot of different a lot of different leaderships and see. But all boils down, all the books, they all boil down on how you can get the most out of people and how you can, as a leader, how you can grow your capabilities and how you can get the best out of them. Every leadership book I read is just how you can be better and how you can get the most out of people around you. Yeah. It's, there's, that's, that's pretty much it boils down to every leadership book you read. You know, it's about you for a little bit, and it's about how you can take your self-improvement, how you can help others and see their self-improvement. So, yeah, so. we got to keep pushing the ceiling higher. If yeah. you read, you succeed. That's right. It's another one. It, we got to be the leaders that aren't static, that aren't the old wineskins, that are crusty and expanded to the maximum. So let's keep expanding, increasing our capacity so we can better serve the people listening and following us. Pastor, yeah. this has been an amazing episode of Showbread. Oh, man. Because Top it's fresh. fresh. <laughs> it's been an amazing episode. Pastor Drew, is there any last thoughts that you have for the listeners today? They could be driving home, coming to our service tonight, uh, coming Sunday morning, could be going anywhere all over the world. Do you have a closing I would encourage tonight? every one of us to be growing because as good as it is for you, there is a great God that made you Amen. to grow. And it is a sin not to grow. To those of us that know to do right and do not do it, it is a sin. If I had worked harder in school, I would be more successful and my children would have a better dad. My congregants would have a better pastor. As much as I have overcome and tried to do, if I can expand and increase my capabilities, talents, skills, my talents that God has given me, if I can enrich those, then I'm going to bless everybody that's following me. So in short, I want to tell the people it's not really about you. It's about you because you're a conduit of God, and God wants to use you to bless others. Amen. It was through Christ that the nations were blessed. Amen. And so let's grow as an act of worship to God, and Excellent. let's grow to best serve the people we love. Wow, Amen. we got to end it there, Pastor Drew. That's, that was a great word. Can you close the word of prayer? C.S. Anderson, Would you author, pray for us? elder, theologian. Amen. Thank you, precious Heavenly Father, for this great time. We pray, Father in Heaven, you would... Bless these podcasts. Blessing the service coming, dear Lord. We'll thank and praise you in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.